What are we doing? How have you been? I'm good. Yeah? Everything going mm-hmm. according to plan there? I suppose so. <laughs> <laughs> it was Julie's birthday the other day. Oh, was actually- I know. I totally forgot. It was. It's the day after my mom's birthday. And Sarah reminded me, and I didn't text her. And then I felt like it got to the point where I couldn't text her anymore. Mm, it was too late. Yeah, it's too fucking late. You know what was funny is so the, I'm an asshole. <laughs> the only thing that was said about it was, I'm surpri- <coughs> I'm surprised Nate didn't text me. He usually texts me before anyone else in my family or her family. Oh man! <laughs> so you were you were you'd been doing good. I didn't know I had a streak going. You had I a streak going. I had going. a streak going. Yeah, that's oh, too man. bad. But it's impressive bad. nonetheless. Yeah, thanks. Man, now I feel really bad. (laughs) Well, tell her happy birthday on here. Maybe you can include it somewhere. Yes. Happy birthday, Julie. I'm very sorry I didn't text you, especially because I had some sort of streak going. Yeah. That's probably just as important as texting you on your birthday to me. Yeah, the streak. Keeping a streak alive. <laughs> streak is truly what matters. <laughs> Welcome to the Radio Cure. I'm your host, Nathan Seal, and each week, Jeremy Cohen and I talk about new albums and artists in and around the indie music landscape. This week's band is no stranger to the indie rock canon. They've hit the pavement to change cities and names on their way to their third record, Remembering the Rockets. Talking Strange Ranger next on the Radio Cure. Hey, Jerry. What's up, buddy? Really like the emphasis on the word pavement there. Thank you. Did you like my pun pauses? That's what I like to call them. Yeah, the pun pauses on point. I was uh, hanging out with my philosophy buddies in Denver this weekend, and I was fucking killing it with the puns. Oh, my. Could you could you I mean, regale us with a few? Uh, like, uh, we were at the, uh, the Tiki Bar, Adrift. It's on Broadway. Oh, I don't know about that. That might be no. After after anyway. my time, yeah, tiki bar, so kind of like Hawaiian themed food, and uh, we're sitting on this long table. I believe it was in the shape of a surfboard, and it was in mm. like this this tiki cave with like a tiki uh, cave, huh? leaves, palm leaves all the way around it. Mm. It's a very odd situation. We're like we were on the patio, but we we're in this like palm cave. Okay. Right? And so it's this long table. There's like eight of us or whatever. And I was thinking to myself, I'm glad that I'm on the end. I was on the open end. I was like, there ain't no way I'm sitting in the back of that palm cave at the other end. Can't get out. It's like choosing the window or the seat or the aisle. <laughs> the window, the window <laughs> or the aisle. It's like, it's like, oh, no, I, I, I actually wouldn't like a seat, please. I'll take the window. <laughs> yes, thank you. Let me sit on the window. <laughs> Kind of thing. I can't. I can't be like that. I have to have an out, like an escape like, strategy. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm George. I'm. I'm pushing clowns, old ladies, children mm. out of the way. I'm getting the fuck out of there. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of my way. I think the clowns were the first on that list. <laughs> As the old saying goes, clowns, women, and children first. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, just just enough lifeboats for the clowns. It's barely <laughs> enough. <laughs> well, you'd think that the clowns could all fit together in one lifeboat, like a a, a clown car situation. 
That's well done. Thank you. <laughs> and like George, I'm going out on top. Podcast over. <laughs> How many clowns we got? Uh, 50? Great. There's your lifeboat. Good. All right, next. There it is. Uh, no, so we're sitting on this long table. So I'm like, I should have gotten tipped out at the end of the fucking night. I was like passing shit all night mm. for the, the server. He's just standing on the end of the table. Like, hey, pass that down. Hey, oh, there's another drink. Here, pass that down. Here, oh, food. You know. <laughs> and so the guy who was sitting next to me, I had to, I had to uh, pass a dish down, and it was a poke bowl. And so I, mm. I, I, I poked him to get his attention, and I said, sorry, I had to poke you there to get your attention. And he, oh, yes. <laughs> Killed. Oh yes, it fucking killed. And I was like, "Wow, that one's really bad." <laughs> and that that would kill in any context. That's gonna really? be really poke poke pun. No, I admit, no, I'm I'm being facetious. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, I get you now. <laughs> no, but that crowd's easy to please. <laughs> the philosophy crowd is. <laughs> yeah, with puns at least. They like wordplay. Philosophers like wordplay. Mm. Note. Interested. <laughs> There's some very nice wordplay on this record. I, I picked mm. out quite a few of the lyrics here. Okay, good. I, I I didn't write down a bunch of lyrics. I was uh there was like a combination of uh negligence and being very pressed for time as far mm -hmm. as my research into this album. <laughs> Even though sure. I technically found it. Right, dongle loss. Yeah. It's a real thing, people. No, I'm talking in like in the grand scheme. Like this is the first album in so long that I actually actively listened to it the day of the recording. Ah, uh, so yeah, it's 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 fresh, but also not really bedded in yet for you. Correct. Yes. Yeah, I listened to it kind of just all day. I had a bunch of fucking shit to do. I was mm -hmm. in the car. I was so pissed today. There was traffic, or there was like construction everywhere that I wanted to go. And it was just like mm. odd construction, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, really? You're fucking painting the lines right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is really necessary. <laughs> <laughs> so I got like half the shit done. I wanted to get done. But anyway, I was listening to this the whole time. So it was really chilling, chillaxing me out a little bit, you know? Yeah. It'll, it'll do that. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is a, a indie music lovers, dream here i mean this is it is right exactly what you want right that's what i yeah that's what i was thinking today like it's just it's so indie-ish. also uh i feel like just ample sprinklings of the 90s all over this thing oh which my god we love right yeah it's like <laughs> trump and a russian hell. hotel ample yeah. sprinklings ample sprinklings uh, okay, so I'll read this from Stereo Gum? Question mark. Yes, that's true. Because the mm. I, I didn't go with the Pitchfork, but the Pitchfork had some line about how like they don't just they're not just an indie rock band; they live the indie rock life. They're like oh. it's like a part of their existence. You know, how do you live dramatic. the indie rock life? Are we doing it? That's what I got to thinking about that. I was like, well, what mm. is the indie rock life? Am I an indie rock lifer? Let's see. <laughs> How many cardigans do you need for the indie rock life? How many podcasts must you have? <laughs> How many podcasts? How many Chuck Taylors must you have? How many <laughs> band t-shirts yeah. do you have in your rotation? <laughs> yeah, we've definitely got the band t-shirt front covered. 
yeah, I'm I'm starting to think that I'm a cliche of a cliche walking down the street. It's really bad. Well, a, a cliche of a cliche, that's like a double negative, right? So you're fine. Oh, is that? Okay. I'm going with Maybe that. Maybe I'm just the cliche of a, of a person that was cool a long time ago. Right, which then becomes ironic, which make, makes you cool. Oh, well, I like that in math. Yeah, it checks out. <laughs> math checks out. Don't look okay. into it. <laughs> Stranger Rangers. Ah, oh, I knew I was going to do that. Mm, it's hard. I was, I, was, I was thinking Stranger Danger, Stranger Ranger. And just, I knew I was going to do it. I knew I was yeah. going to do it. I've, I've done it in my own brain a couple times already today. Strange Rangers' existence so far has been marked by restlessness and change. The band's founding members, Isaac Iger and Fred Nixon, have already called three states home since they initially bonded over their mutual love of Modest Mouse at a Bozeman, Montana high school. See, they're already, they're already right in there. Modest Mouse. That's fine. In 2011, they moved to Portland, Oregon... I mean, how, how 90s is that, really? Yeah. <laughs> Where they plugged into the fertile DIY rock scene. And just in the past year, they packed up their bags, this time to Philadelphia. That's pretty interesting. Can't make indie music in Portland anymore. You got to go to Philly. Yeah, it's the indie rock capital of the world. Of the world. Of the world. Along the way, they changed their band's name from Sioux Falls to Strange Ranger. What do you think about a, a, a name change? Uh, I, I was going to ask you about this. That? Um, I generally am of the mind that you should probably just stick with what you start with. What what mm-hmm. what name do you prefer? Uh, I don't really like either of them, but Strange Ranger out of the two of them, I think I like better than Sioux Falls. Okay. I do. I, I like... I enjoy a band named after a place. I think so you I'm, like Sioux Falls? I think I, like Sioux, I think I like Sioux Falls. Sioux Falls? Where did she trip? <laughs> See, like that kind of stuff. That would that would have killed. That's fun. That's good. You're still on your roll. <laughs> I'm just kind of trying to get you, you know, a little snapshot of the life of Nate. Yeah. I know. It's good. That's what we all come here for. <laughs> As well as their mu- musical style from release to release. That uh, also has changed also with their band name. Sorry, that was a long parenthetical there. Uh, to their, their 2015 full-length Rot Forever is packed with jittery post-punk jams, while 2017's Day Moon is prettier and more patient with a bit of shoegazy haze. Shoe-hazy gaze. Shoe-haze hazy. Shoe-gazy. Shugazi. (laughs) We got there. (laughs) Shugazi would be a hilarious band name. (laughs) (laughs) Is it just a shoegaze version of Fugazi? Is that what's happening right there? Well, clearly, yeah. Shugazi, a tribute tribute band. (laughs) (laughs) So then maybe if someone like starts a shoegaze uh, style cover band of Fugazi. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You got a built-in name. There you go. You can have that one for free. 
Depending on your perspective, then, it is either surprising or it's expected that Strange Ranger's new album, Remembering the Rockets, finds the band settling into a sound and settling down. It's not like Iger and Nixon were necessarily immature songwriters before, but it is still striking to hear a 20-something indie rock band singing about life at its most mundane, doing the dishes, and its most consequential, having kids in the face of climate crisis against a backdrop of easygoing pop rock. I don't know. I mean, I feel like they grow. They grew up pretty fast. They grew up fast. You know, they were listening to Modest Mouse in high school. I know, that's pretty cool. You know, the Lonesome Crowded West. I mean, I think that they were always 30-somethings, stuck in 20-something bodies. It was always going to happen for them. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, they are like... A, uh, they remind me a little bit of like the National, but with like a like younger. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, in terms of like the mundane lyrics and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I, I do like all the sentiments uh, and things like that, but the, their their sound is is like he says, easygoing, kind of a little slacker, just kind mm-hmm. of real nice, and their voices are. Not like low and somber. No, very no. Up, very uplifting. Yeah, very like some of these tracks are like like so like pretty sounding while also having like a little bit of like a that like California punk sound like Green Day almost. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> With some of the like vocal deliveries. Yeah, yeah, I do know what you mean. And th- there's also some outliers here. I mean, I think a lot of yeah. them are in the same place, but then there's a couple outliers um, that we'll probably talk about. Uh, Leona, that's the first one on the record, and probably the, the hit. It feels very yes. hit-ish to me. Yeah. Hit-esque. This one, uh, like, speaking of the, like, heavy sprinkling of 90s shit, this one, mm-hmm. did this remind you of Third Eye Blind at all? Uh, kind of. Uh, which song? Uh, Leona. Specifically. No, I mean which which third day, third eye blind song? Oh, I like, don't know. Uh, One of the ones where they do well, a lot of da 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 da. You know, <laughs> like they did a lot. But but the way he like sings. Yeah yeah yeah. Now see, um, Stereogum says, Leona, they, they bring together jangling guitars and a roller coaster vocal hook and some perfect pavement-esque ba da 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 does Oh, okay. Well, maybe I fucked that. They, they, they uh, connected the pavement. I said that the jangliness is very car seat, but less, depress- less uh, depression and more hopeful. Mm, that's a good reference. Felt very car seat to me with the jangliness. Yeah. I do love the jangliness. I'm always a big fan of jangling. <laughs> but I like, <laughs> I like all the, there's like a little breakdown in there that's like just very like modern day indie sounding. And then it's like these little like sun gaze guitars. Remember, that's a mm-hmm. term coined on, on this podcast. Sun gaze. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da
real estate, what have you. We did coin that, and then real estate did come up for these guys. I like that. The, the bells in the outro, and there's nothing <laughs> crazy, but there's like this nice jam out at the end. Yeah. It's very 90s, but minus the, the reprise. Like, he doesn't come back in. Yeah, which I really uh, enjoyed. I, I really I like how it builds and goes into that. It, it, it's like, it gets like really big and, and also very pretty sounding. Now, the interesting thing to me is that this song is called Leona, but when I went to the genus um, lyrics. Yes. Yeah, it's Fiona. Uh, it's Fiona. The only name that is, is said in this song is Fiona. I know. I was very amused by that. I, I heard it when I was listening earlier, and I was like, Fiona? But yeah, that's the I only know. name he says. Which is like, I'm, just a weird little like quirk of this song that I get a lot of enjoyment out of, actually. <laughs> I know. I, I was wondering if it was some sort of like little you know, nugget, some little treasure, like a reference from the 90s. Yeah, I was wondering about that, too. See, I mean, it's, it must be intentional. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, the big thing that ever that he has said, and it really occurs in Sunday, is that their huge reference is The Cure. Oh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So, yeah, in interviews, Iger and Nixon have cited The Cure as a heavily heavy influence on remembering the Rockets. Uh, and Sunday, I think, is, he says, uh, could sit comfortably between Friday, I'm in love, and Just Like Heaven on a compilation of Robert Smith's greatest hits. Mm. But you can almost hear Friday, I'm in love in the song. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it just sounds like that. The guitars are pitched in the, in the, in the same way. Like, the tempo is, is very Cure. It, yeah. It, I mean, it's, it's Cure Wet Dream. It's just like a wet dream. It's exactly like a wet dream. <laughs> um, I, this one to me is maybe the most catchy song on here. Like when he starts like singing in those higher registers, that's been like stuck mm-hmm. in my head. Like even when I was listening to the other songs. I agree. I mean, it's catchy in like a a real fucking uh, cure way, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's something that you could karaoke to. Has a nice melody mm. to it. Oh yeah, that would be fun. No one would yeah. know what you were doing, but <laughs> I would like to sing this at karaoke. Uh, I love it where where it's very nice, like where all the drum everything drops out and then it's drums mm-hmm. and then they kind of bring it back up. I love that part of songs. I do too. Yeah, I'm always a sucker for that. The <clears throat> I th- I think this is maybe the best example on this album of a lot of these uh, songs. Sorry, I was just distracted. Julie just bring brought me a beer, which was so wonderful of her. That's very nice of her. I know. Happy birthday, Julie. <laughs> Happy birthday, Julie. I don't think she heard that. Um, <laughs> but I feel like a lot of these songs and how they're constructed, they they sound bigger than they actually are in the sense that maybe if I was thinking back on this like 10 years from now or something, I would think that these songs were like really long. 
Mm. But they're not. They they're just like very grand and the, and then these builds and these big like jam outs like this one has to end it like a few of these songs on here. They like they I, mean, were, I think they register in my memory as being longer than they actually are. Yeah, I mean you can see their shoegazy. Mm-hmm. Yes, the shoegazy. Yeah, sh- <laughs> yep. Tendencies. That's that's the new official pronunciation. <laughs> but good lyrics in this one. Drunk enough to change my mind and quoting all the dumbest parts. Talk through movies in the dark and we're still friends. That's great. That's fantastic. That's I do great. quote all the dumbest parts of movies. <laughs> and I love getting drunk enough to change my mind. Yeah, that's always a nice experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would never do that sober, but now I've changed my mind yeah. about it. <laughs> Very into that now. <laughs> Nothing else to think about. Uh, this one might be my favorite one again from Stereo Gun. Okay. Nothing. Nothing else to think about strikes a balance that a cure mastered. They feel buoyant and celestial, yet tethered to our corporeal world by a sturdy low end. I love a sturdy low end. Oh, who doesn't love a good sturdy low end? Yeah, mm. it's very it's very in vogue now. <laughs> uh, the broader use of electronic elements by Iger and Nixon, producer Dylan M. Howe and Harrison Smith, a.k.a. avant pop artist Turtlenecked. Turtlenecked? O- Turtlenecked. And the only reason I read that part was because I thought Turtlenecked would be a great national tribute band. <laughs> Yeah, if you're going to do the just shittiest job ever of covering the national. (laughs) (laughs) Turtlenecked. Turtlenecked. That's what they should have called their new album. Boom. (laughs) I put a turtleneck on and I've never taken it off. And this is the album that I produced. (laughs) I am easy to find unless I put my turtleneck up over my... (laughs) Nose, <laughs> like Bazooka Joe, because you cannot see me. <laughs> oh my god, that's I can't believe I understand that reference. I can't believe you do like that's the oldest reference we've ever made on here. Fucking Bazooka it Joe, it's via Seinfeld, though. Oh, okay. But nothing else to think about. I love the tempo of this, it's so lazy and chill, kind of slacker. And same with the, 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 vo- the vocal delivery. Yes. The, the vocal delivery. D- <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Dokal delivery. Um, it's very classic indie rock on this one. I really think it so. is. It for being like uh, like slackery, like you said, it's it's got it's got a nice groove to it, doesn't it? It's it does. It has to do with that little guitar riff that kind of bounces between the the lyrics and, mm-hmm. and songs. It kind of. I was in the. Supermercado today, and I uh, kind of found myself kind of doing a little ditty down the the aisle. 
Yeah, to when the, I was sitting song. on my couch listening to this today, I was like, oh, this is like a slow song, but I'm, I'm like finding myself like kind of bobbing around. <laughs> yeah, it's the kind of dancing that like white guys do on mm-hmm. the outskirts of the dance floor. Yeah. When they're doing that like weird <laughs> gaze towards all the women in the center, mm-hmm. like grinding on all the black dudes in the room. And then all the white guys are like, yeah. And they're kind of just doing that little boppy kind of bouncing back and forth. It's like, I'm, I'm dancing too. You see it. I'm dancing too. <laughs> I'm dancing too. I just, I'm, I'm not, I'm cool. Like, very self-conscious about it, <laughs> but I'm, I'm dancing. It's almost worse than just standing there. Oh, I think it definitely is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I, I've, I found this like especially like the the bridges in this song almost soothing. You know what I mean? Like where it's like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. I could I could get a massage right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's your happy ending song. <laughs> Perhaps I finally found Perhaps. it. Perhaps I've been looking for years. Now, another lyric that I want to talk to you about right at the end. Today's the greatest. I know what he's talking about. Do you think that's a Smashing Pumpkins reference? It goes on after that. Because he says, today's the greatest. And then he kind of goes. It's that same tempo. I sang it in the in the actual Smashing Pumpkins song. It's not that. Right. Yeah, no. I know. <laughs> uh, but he slows it down, and then the rest of it is a little faster. I think that was a Smashing Pumpkins reference. I think it might be because I feel like... Both musically and lyrically, that I think that I feel like there's a lot of references on this. That I know a That's lot what of I'm them saying. were like on Easter eggs. I said nuggets earlier. I meant yeah. Easter you eggs. <laughs> <laughs> You're ready, children. We're going on our uh, annual nugget Nug hunt. hunt. <laughs> yeah, get them nugs, kids. Get them nugs. Get them nugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nugget hunt is not a bad band name. Nugget Hunt isn't bad. Yeah. That's not bad. Let's, let's call these guys. Maybe they'll change it again. Yeah. <laughs> like, we know you're open to this. Dude, I watched the Seinfeld the other day where um, Elaine was dating a guy that had the same name as a serial killer in New York at the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember I remember this? that one. And she's reading the like sports magazine or whatever. Mm. And the first name she brings up that would be so cool to have mm. is OJ Simpson. She's like, isn't that so cool? Like OJ. Oh my God. <laughs> don't pick OJ if you want to get away from the killer name. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the most ironic thing uh, in Seinfeld in terms of like how it has played out. Yeah. So like, yeah, OJ, it's so cool. Everyone loves OJ. It's like nothing wrong with OJ. Pick it's like, OJ. It's like meta irony. I know. That's it's next so level funny. shit. <laughs> I looked it up too. It was like three years before all that happened because it happened in the 90s too. Yeah. Oh my God. That's crazy. Maybe even two years before. I mean, it was before though. Wow. Hilarious. That's really funny. (laughs) Rifkin, was that his name? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Joe Rifkin. (laughs) OJ Rifkin. (laughs) Now that's a band name. Like deep reference. That is that is a deep OJ Rifkin great band name. 
as deep state reference there. <laughs> uh, okay, ranch style home. Yes, this is. This uh, is one of those outliers for me. This, this a couple is of a definite. Here. This, this is, is definitely an outlier. This is definitely an outlier. Mm-hmm. It like it go, it goes harder than any other song on here, which I always enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I can't say this with certainty uh, because <laughs> I only like really paid a lot of attention to this album today, and <laughs> yeah. more specifically in the last few hours. <laughs> sure, sure, but sure. I think I might be obsessed with this song. Cause we got fucked up on pursuing little things Now my eyes are out of focus and I'm spilling all my feelings I love you, I hope that you know it I know I don't say it enough It's so fun, I love this song, very druggy very trailer park. I know it, we love some druggy songs, don't we? Right. And I, I was like, just I. It was on the tip of my brain. I was like, who does this remind me? Oh, of? Oh yeah. Okay. And I finally figured it out. Do you want me to tell you? I. Or do I, you want to guess? In 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 a second, I want you to because I had listened to the song so many times today, and I was like, this sounds a lot like something very specific. And I can't figure out what the fuck it is. And so then Julie got home and I was like, listen to the mm-hmm. song. They're like, what does this sound like? And she's like, I don't know, but it sounds like super familiar. Like I, I've genuinely been thinking about this all day. So please tell me because I never figured it out. I mean, that is quite a buildup. But this reminds me of Beck. Oh, oh, I think I see that. It. It has that real artful silliness of like Beck's mm-hmm. early shit, you know. It adds a nice juxtaposition to all like the big thiefy moments on this, the kind of the heavier. Mm-hmm. And like we picked all the upbeat songs, but there yeah. are some like more kind of like kind of one note drum, oh, yeah. big thiefy kind of songs mm-hmm. in here. In uh, great lyrics like Big Thief, yeah. But it, it just kind of breaks up the album, and that's where I kind of got up every time that I heard one of these kind of songs. That's mm-hmm. why we're we're talking about them, but uh, I mean, like now I know some of folks turning up their nose. They're calling this a double Y, but I say it's a ranch style home, and I like them French fried potatoes. I love that, and and I love his little like uh, like kind of like bumpkiny affect in his voice. That's so Beck. Oh. That's so Beck. I know that, that that's what I'm realizing now that you said because that was one of the things I liked about the microphone. Song. Yeah. Where it's at, you know, it's so yeah, silly. It is. And it's coming from a little white guy. And then like, hey, boo, where are you? Do you want to come to my house and get naked? Stay in and maybe make some stains on the blankets? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's a fantastic song. It's a really great song, and especially within the context of the album. Because like you said, mm-hmm. it is such an outlier on here. Yeah. But it, it, it's like, it's like this just funny fun moment on here because we got fucked up off of silly things now my eyes are out of focus and i'm spilling all my feelings i love you i hope you know it i know i don't say it enough 
Yeah, but shocking, I also have that written down. I am reading it on my computer right now. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't one of the silly ones, but that, I mean, that's that's one of the druggy ones. Yes. As a Molly reference, used to be ecstasy. Yeah. Now yeah. it's Molly. Now it's Molly. Same thing. <laughs> Fantastic rebrand, by the way. Yeah, good job, uh, whoever makes that. <laughs> yeah. Ecstasy kills you. Okay, well, this is Molly. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Don't worry about it now. Yeah. Smalley. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, silly little things. Silly little Pretty things. Big little lies. <laughs> so, silly, silly little things. <laughs> I just wanted to reference Big Little Lies. Maybe I'll put it in the um, episodes notes too so that maybe like some algorithm will pick us up. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> that's what Sarah said about our. That's what Sarah said about our Game of Thrones episode. She's like, "Oh, that's good because then if like people search Game of Thrones, it's your your episode comes up." That's true. <laughs> Maybe we'll just name this episode "Big Little Lies." We should just Be name shame. all of our episodes as like algorithm of really popular things. <laughs> Next one's gonna be Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> or we should we should name our next episode Mass Shooting. No, oh, Jesus, <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> I think that does it for us this time. Check out Remembering the Rockets and tell us what you think of the record by leaving us a review in iTunes. Follow the link in the show notes to all the reviews and music used in this episode to our website, theradiocurepod.com. Until next time, I've been Nathan Seal. With me was Jeremy Cohen. Thanks for listening to The Radio Cure. Bye. Thoughts and prayers. Well, I had a nice time. Tease and peace. Tease and peace. Tease and peace.